0: Should've made a coffee. Drinking my water right now. Honestly, I probably should be, I should be drinking water. <clears throat> I drink way too much damn coffee. Hopefully, we get a good showing. Tonight the room kind of fills up. We already got we got Natero in the room. What's up, Natero? How's it going, brother? How was uh your your new year's? Um, how are the holidays for you if you celebrate? You say, damn, I got to go to work in a bit. Oh, man, that sucks. Um, I feel your pain, though, bro, because I have to actually work a little bit extra myself. So <clears throat> got to catch up on uh, on some work. So off the clock, it kind of sucks. <laughs> but uh, damn. So Natura, do you work days or nights, like depending on your location? Because where I'm at right now, it's uh, 7.05 in, in the late evening. I'm the belt in the room. What's up, belt? How was your New Year's man? Holidays good. Belt says uh, new fights announced from March 5th: Volk versus Max and Aljo versus Jan. <clears throat> I did see um, Volk versus Holloway three belt announced. That's awesome. Uh, Pure Jan versus uh, Aljamain Sterling. Yeah, that definitely had to happen because. No disrespect to to Aljo, but uh, I like I don't recognize him as the champ. That's just me though. Bikram says, uh, if Max beats what's going on, Bikram. By the way, uh, thank you for joining, my brother. If Max beats Volk and Charles beats his next opponent, and they both run it back, who who you think win Max versus Charles too. Well, in the first fight, um, Holloway tapped him out, right? I forgot. I don't remember if it was a guillotine choke or a head and arm choke. I don't remember. Um, They also call that an arm triangle. Um, Currently, damn. Man, freaking Charles Oliveira is such a killer right now. But it's like, Max, you can't really knock him out. I mean, of course, everybody could be knocked out, but... He's extremely difficult to knock out, and um, Max doesn't have, like, a ton of power, but he, like, he has enough power, like, he messes you up with, like, accumulation, um, and he has enough power to definitely stun people. Like, he could TKO you. He's not going to knock you out cold unless he hits you with something super clean that you don't see coming, but he's definitely a threat in the stand-up to uh, Charles Oliveira. Ground game definitely, I mean, even though Max tapped him out. I'm pretty sure he tapped him out. I hope I'm remembering that correctly. Um definitely think that uh, Charles Oliver is better, like pound for pound on the ground. <clears throat> but the thing is that Max Max has great defensive BJJ. He knows how to you know not get tapped out. He knows how to not play the BJJ game. So um you know, long story short, who would I favor? Let's say, like a one fifty five and max moves up again. Uh, right now, I probably would favor. I think it would be a great fight. I mean, I probably would favor. Oh man, it's so tough to to pick. Uh, probably Charles Oliveira. Probably Charles Oliveira. I think Oliveira's like in his absolute prime right now. I think he's he's perfected you know, his place at 155, you know, Max is, um, hold on a sec, guys, I don't know why this chat box ain't popping up, that's kind of annoying, one sec, guys, yeah, um, damn, what was I, oh, yeah, so Oliveira has, like, perfected his, you know, his whole game at 155, Max is not really, like, proven at 155, he had that one fight with Dustin, I believe, and you know Max has to definitely work out like the chinks in his armor, so that's another reason why I would favor Oliveira one fifty five. But just my opinion, just my opinion. Natil says it was great, bro. As far as the holidays, that is very glad to hear, my man. Natil says I usually work nights. Yeah, man, I feel your pain, bro. I used to work uh four to one unloading trucks. <laughs> Um basically it was like night shift because when I would get out, you know, it's like you work at nine to five. You don't go to bed at five p.m. You um, you know, you go to sleep like at 10 o'clock, eleven. If you're me, you go to bed at 12, 1 in the morning. <coughs> That's a problem I have, by the way. Um oh, there goes the chat popping up. But um, yeah, man, nights are brutal, bro. Like usually you make more money. That's like the perk because like nobody wants to work nights and if you're kind of anti-social and don't really care for people too much, um, which I have part of that trait, it's weird because I'm super social. Everybody says I'm a people person, that I'm super nice and and all this stuff I get along with everybody, which I do, but at the same time, I like my space as well and I'm kind of anti-social, not like in a mean way, but... I just, I don't know, like, I don't like dumb people and I feel like there's a lot of stupid people in the world. (laughs) So anyway, um, yeah, night shift is good for that, to, to be in your own world and to make a little bit more coin, but it could definitely be brutal. It like, it does something to your mind, to your psyche, you know, like, it's like, you don't see daylight, you're sleeping in the day and, uh, it's tough. It's not for everybody. Uh, let me greet some of the some of the guys in the room. We got uh, Town Square Diego. What's going on, my man? Thank you for hopping in. Art Dealer's in the room. What's up, Art? Hope you guys had a great holiday. <clears throat> Town Square says, um, Do you think Cheeto Vera can keep up with Piotr Jan? He seems similar in the way they both get stronger as the fight goes on. <clears throat> That's an interesting observation about Cheeto Vera. And uh, I have to agree. And I think... Um, Cheeto vera's ability to get stronger as the fight goes on that's got to do with his cardio and conditioning uh similar to michael Bisping. uh Bisbing had sim- a similar trait like that um they just the de- cheeto doesn't really slow down he trains like an animal and he knows that cardio is a weapon he's he's very very uh knowledgeable in that respect, you know like how important cardio is and um yeah, and he has a super tough mind. Like, Vera Vera's a dog. I mean, that dude's such a savage. Um, there's really no quitting him. But as far as, like, <clears throat> Piotr Yan uh, versus Cheeto Vera, like, I mean, at least right now, I think I think definitely Piotr Jan beats him. I just think Piotr Jan is, like, a few levels above Cheeto Vera right now. But you never know where Cheeto could go. He's getting better and better every fight, so... Um, but I would definitely pick Piotr Jan over Chido Herrera right now. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, Natiero says, I I felt like just got off work also. <laughs> I a lot. I feel like I get no free time. Yeah, man. I understand that, bro. I understand because you almost have, like, anxiety thinking about when you have to start your work shift. And um, most of the day, like... You know, you have to use a big portion of that day sleeping. It, it like, it screws your whole day up. It really does. So does that mid-shift. That mid-shift, like, 10 to 7 or 10 to 6. I've done that as well, and it freaking blows, man. Like, you can't do shit. You can't you can't freaking do anything in the morning, and you can't do anything at night or in the evening because you got to work. It's a crappy schedule. <clears throat> uh, Bikram says, Charles taps to strikes against Max. Interesting. That would be... I don't think it's far fetched I mean Max is a uh, he's so damn tough and durable he just doesn't stop coming um and he just he just picks her a par is striking. <clears throat> Na says I think Dustin's gonna piece up Nate bad. The only problem is Nate does pack a punch at one seventy yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> Nate's considered, like, lanky by some people, but he's he's kind of a big guy. I mean, I think he's, like, 6 feet tall, 5'11", or 6 feet tall. And he's got big bones. Like, look at his fists and look how long his arms are. And regardless, like, if Nate Diaz hits you, like, he's going to hurt you. I mean, I guarantee you his hands and wrists are, like, conditioned from punching pads and hitting bags and, you know, fighting so many years. That your bone density in your hands and on your wrists, um, <clears throat> they, they get conditioned a certain way. It's like, you know, they become freaking uh, blocks, like cinder blocks, you know. So, either way, Nate Diaz punches you in the head is going to hurt. So, uh, he does pack a punch at 170. I mean, we saw that against Leon Edwards you know, he hit him with a quick one too, and that just completely stunned Edwards. And and I've never known Leon Edwards to have a a, a glass jaw, so yeah, that definitely that definitely showed us something. Um, as far as DP versus uh, Nate, that just sounds so funny. DP, uh, <laughs> DP versus Nate. I got oh, man, I got Dustin all day. I I feel like Dustin is just a better striker. Uh, I mean, Nate's only chance is to like weather, weather the storm and drag it into deep water because we kind of saw, we kind of saw Dustin get tired against Charles Oliveira, but I don't know if Nate has that exact kind of pressure. It's like Nate could take so much damage and stay in the fight and he does put pressure on you, um. But the pressure that Charles Oliveira puts on you is something else. I mean, like, Charles is like in your face the whole fight, you know, <clears throat> throwing punches, throwing kicks, throwing knees, throwing elbows. And when you're, when you're walking backwards, especially if you're not used to that, um, it tires you out. And we saw that happen to, uh, to Dustin Poirier. That's why I think he gassed like that, the pressure of Charles. So, <clears throat> yeah, um, I don't know, I got Dustin in that. I got Dustin in that. I think it'll be similar to uh Macedo versus Diaz. You know, I think I think Dustin will pace himself well. I think he would he would do a lot of damage on Nate. I could see Nate bleeding a lot, getting cut open. <clears throat> I don't think Nate has the takedowns to take Dustin down. If it does hit the Mat, I think Dustin will do okay. If he plays the Jiu Jitsu game with Nate, he's gonna get tapped out. But I don't think I don't think Dustin would do that. I think Dustin would use his BJJ to, uh, you know, avoid getting tapped out and get it and get it back to the feet. Art says, uh, do you think? Do you agree that Connor did better in the second Nate fight compared to Leon Edwards? <clears throat> I think that, you know, for the record, one hundred percent. I personally do think that Connor beat Nate Diaz in the second fight. I mean, he knocked him down like three times. Um, there was no moments in that fight where Connor was stunned like whatsoever. You know, most of the damage inflicted was Connor on Nate. Like Nate's Nate's face was a mess. I mean, and I know he gets cut a lot, but I mean he was busted up just in general. And um Connor beat him. Yeah, he beat him. And it's like I don't know why sometimes people don't give Connor props for that. Like he he fought him in the same exact conditions. I mean, that shows like the heart of like a lion. He's like, no, like, I don't want to change anything. Like, we're going to do this at 170 again and I could beat this man. And he beat him fair and square. Um, but as far as Nate versus, um, Connor and Nate versus Leon, Connor definitely did more damage. That's for sure. Connor did more damage. He dropped Nate a bunch of times. Um, yeah. So I think in that respect, I think Connor did better. I think Connor did better. I'm trying to wrap my head around that. Like, why why didn't Leon Edwards have as much success? I think he's he's probably equal of a striker to Connor. Like Leon Edwards is really good on the feet. He's bigger than McGregor. Um, I think Nate probably was a little bit more defensive in the Edwards fight. I have to rewatch it. You know, I, I feel like Nate maybe in the second Connor fight kind of threw caution to the win and just got into a slugfest. <clears throat> but like Leon Edwards is like what he was kind of like tentative against Nate. You know, I don't I don't know like if he was worried about I, I don't know maybe getting clipped or something, which he did, you know, towards the end of the fight. But long story short, again, um, yeah, you probably have to you would probably have to say that Connor did better. Um <laughs> uh, Natero says Chido Vera is not touching Pyotr Jan. I don't think so right now. I really don't. I have to agree with you, uh, Natero. Town Square says, how do you think Ortega versus Charles goes down? Ooh. um, See, the thing is with with Brian Ortega, he's very dangerous. I mean, his stand-up is constantly improving. He can knock you out. He's got super dangerous BJJ uh, himself. And I know it was a long time ago, but if Max Holloway could tap out Charles, like, you you better believe if Ortega gets a hold of his neck, he could tap him out, like, for sure. Um, but Ortega moving up to, like, 155. I mean, size and strength, you you have to give it to Charles. Charles is a big guy. When you look at Charles, like, when he's out of camp, I mean, he's pretty big. Um, He must reach, like... Looking at him, he's got to be like 180, 185, like not training. Maybe even heavier than that. Who knows? He looks like a pretty big dude. And uh, so size and strength, I think, is going to go to Oliveira, Um, the jiu-jitsu. I mean, maybe danger-wise, it's close. It's close. As far as like applying a submission, I might have to give it to Charles. Like diversity of submissions, but it's really close, man. They're both super dangerous for tapping people out. Uh, striking department, I might have to give it to Charles Oliveira. I think Charles, his Muay Thai has come a long way. He's looking really good. I think if Artega catches him with something, of course, he can knock him out. Like Brian's got it in him, but I would favor Charles. That's my answer with that one. I would favor uh, Charles Oliveira. <clears throat> Uh, let me see. Becom says, "Who wins Volk versus Charles, and who do you think Chandler should fight next? Volkanovski versus Charles Oliveira? Um, uh, I love I love Alexander Volkanovski. I mean, I hate to underestimate him, but you know, let me rethink that because I was about to say that Charles is too big for him. But I mean, look what look what Volkanovski does with um Max Holloway, who has a similar." Similar frame and like height as uh, Charles Oliveira. I mean, he did pretty damn well with Max's reach, but I don't know. I I would probably I think it'll be an uphill battle for Volkanovski. I really do. Like at you know at a heavier weight class, you know, let's say one fifty five. I think it'll be an uphill battle for him. Um, A lot to overcome. I'm probably gonna have to go with Charles Oliveira. Net. What do you guys think about that? Town Square says, Um, Leon Edwards fights to the level of his opponent. I feel <clears throat> that's interesting that's an interesting observation. I've heard other people talk about that here and there um that might be the case. It might be the case that's such an interesting thing where you know, because Leon Edwards has so much potential. I think the guy is pretty athletically gifted. I think he's very strong. He's big for Walter Wade. He's muscular. I think his striking is freaking superb. Like very technical. His ground game is like pretty damn solid as well. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I think Nate, uh, Leon could do so much more damage if he just. You know, if he if he has more of a if he had more of a killer instinct and gets a little bit meaner, he probably would be finishing more guys and looking better, and gaining more fans because it would be more exciting. Uh, Mister PV Five, what's up, Mister? Um, no one talks about Sean Brady enough. Hamzat versus Sean Brady, twenty twenty two. Is Sean Brady isn't he like a he's a wrestler, right? Is he a wrestler? Or is he the is either or is he the Irish guy? I'm confused right now at the moment. Um, I think I know who you're talking about. He's undefeated, right? <clears throat> I could also look that up. <laughs> Art Dealer says, how do you think a second matchup between Cheeto versus O'Malley goes? Uh, I mean, honestly, and this is probably not a popular opinion. I I think um Sean O'Malley beats Cheeto Vera. I mean it's probably not a popular opinion, <laughs> but I really believe that. I think, um, I think Sean's a better striker. Um, you know, I think he's more dangerous on the feet. I felt like he was doing really well against Cheeto Vera before, you know, the leg kick jacked him up. And I'm not even going to say fluke. I'm not going to make no excuses for Sugar Sean. Cheeto Vera threw the kick. It damaged his leg. He won that fight fair and square. I'm going to say, though, that eating a low calf kick like that and hitting getting the tendon hit you know or that nerve i'm going to say it is not that common for a fighter just to drop like that um i know that's what happens when you hit the nerve in the tendon but we don't really see that too often we saw it against um we saw it with Anderson Silva versus uh what's his name the Crystals guy oh my god killer Gorilla. um Jeez, man, I can't even think of his name right now. Um, help me out, guys. Killer Gorilla, he's a jack middleweight. Um, anyway, he kicked Anderson Silva in his leg, and pretty much the same thing happened. But I don't think a second fight goes like that. I think, I think Sean, I think Sugar Sean takes it. Maybe I'm underestimating Chido Vera. Let me see. Uh, hold on one sec, guys. I look something up. Okay, hopefully my mic's coming in good. <clears throat> oh, yeah, Sean Brady, Sean Brady. I know who Sean Brady is. He's a beast. Hold on, I'm just checking out his record right now. Yeah, Sean Brady. Oh, excuse me. He's got dangerous Striking. He is a pretty gnarly like up-and-comer pretty much. How old is he right now? He's 29, so he's still super young. Right now, he's number nine at Walter <clears throat> Yep, yep, I was right. 15 wins, zero losses, three knockouts, four submissions, eight decision wins. For Walter Wade, he's 5'10", 72-inch reach. He has a uh, Henzo Gracie, Philly background, so Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai trained. Yeah, he is, damn, that would be a great fight. That'd be a great fight. Sean Brady versus Hamzat Chemayev. I mean, cause Sean Brady's pretty freaking legit. And <clears throat> excuse me, that's a great fight. I think that fight makes sense. That's a great freaking fight. And if Sean Brady beats Hamza, Hamza got so much hype right now. And so much attention, is just gonna rocket him up. And then Sean Brady's like, you know, he's a legit. He's already in the top 10. He's number nine. So that's a re another like super solid win for Hamzat. And then um, you know, if he beats Brady, like you have to, you know, you gotta give him probably like you know, a fringe five. You give him like a six, a guy in a top five. I think he's he's proved it. Uh let me see. MRP V five says Brady Wolf Michael Chiesa. He's like laughing. Bikram says Jerry Cannon Yes, town said Jerry Cannonir. Thank you guys. I don't know why it was like I'm um, having a mind slip with that. But yeah, Jared Cannonier. Jared Cannonier, whose bones are apparently made out of like adamantium. That dude is so. It looks like everything he hits you with hurts. <laughs> he's a pretty freaking jacked, uh, jack middleweight. And it's like he's not like overly blown up muscle big, like a Costa, like a balloon animal. But he's just like hard, dense, like cut up, like athletic. Build muscle, you know what I mean. That dude is super strong. Uh, we got Brandon. What's up, Brandon? I hope your holidays were good, man. Really happy to see you on the live. Oh, we got Francesco in the room too. What's up, Francesco? Same to you, man. I hope I hope you're well. Glad to see you, my brother. Eric Gould, what's up, Eric? (laughs) Brady barely beat Chiesa, man. What's up on Michael Chiesa? Michael Chiesa was looking um pretty great at welterweight, and um, he's dropped, like, two fights, right? Francesco says, what do you think about Jake Paul transitioning to MMA? Um, <clears throat> I mean, if, he, if he's dead serious, Francesco, I think it's, like, it's admirable if he has the guts and, and balls to do it. I think that's pretty cool, like, regardless of, like, you know, Jake Paul's antics or if you love him or hate him. I mean gotta give him some respect if he steps in the octagon that'll be that'll be pretty cool um i think (laughs) i don't really think he's gonna do too well because um you know even though this is like a while ago that one mma fighter what's his name aj is it aj agazam or something like that he's like a 145 or like but he was a straight-up dominating jake paul they had like um it looked like a smoker almost like i think it was a smoker match in a gym and Jake Paul was just getting brutalized. Um he couldn't do anything against AJ. Um he was just like holding him down, just pretty much doing whatever he wanted. And I know it was a while ago, but <clears throat> Jake Paul, he would be stepping into like the octagon with basically you know some decent boxing skill, knockout power, and that's pretty much it. <clears throat> he's in any time to like evolve, he's in any time to um improve so many skills like his grappling, I know he used to wrestle in the past, but, you know, uh, collegiate wrestling and high school wrestling is completely, not completely different, but it's a lot different in MMA because there's so many different variables in MMA. So he's going he's to have to work on so much. Like to make a solid transition, he's probably going to have to train for like at least two years, two or three years to to actually to be decent. You know, if he goes in now, he's he's gonna get crushed pretty much. Besides, like a fluke, you know, fluke knockout, like hatching somebody. But I think it's pretty cool that he's even, you know, talking about going into a MMA. If he's serious, anyway. <clears throat> Tom Square says, "Who has a better chin, Kelvin or Marvin?" Damn, that's it's a great question. Um, Kelvin has a hell of a chin. I don't think I've ever seen Marvin Vittori rock, though. Like, we saw we saw um, Kelvin rocked against Adesanya. He got stunned. He got dropped, I think, a couple of times. I don't think I've ever seen Marvin Vittori dropped or even rocked before. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, guys, but Vittori got a... That dude's a blockhead. <laughs> I mean, that dude got a crazy chin. It's nuts but Kelvin's right there, man. Kelvin's right there. Brandon says, thanks, man. My holidays were good. Hope yours was too. They were pretty good, man. It's, you know, um, no complaints. It actually was my birthday, January 1st. No joke. I'm a new year's baby. And, um, it was, it was, it was cool. It was cool. New Year's Eve. I spent it with, um, my girl and, um, her brother, his wife, and the kids, um, we had some whiskey, we had some food, uh, listened to music, talked about stuff like the past life and everything. We saw the ball drop and um, no complaints. It was wholesome. It was fun. And uh, for my birthday, <clears throat> it was interesting. It was pretty laid back. I spent it with my girl. You know, I got some cool gifts. Uh, one of the things I got was um freaking Jabra Elite's. Those those wireless earbuds, they're freaking phenomenal. I, I recommend them so much. They got great bass. I'm not even gonna go into a rant on those, but I love them guys. Especially if you guys work out, they stick in your ear well. But my birthday, um, I kept it super simple. I actually wanted to go to a diner. Like my girl was gonna take me to some fancy spot. And I'm not like that. I don't like gifts, I don't like people spending money on me. <clears throat> you know, I don't like, I don't know, I'm more of like a giver and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? I love going to diners. I love breakfast food. So we just went to a diner and I had something simple and I had, a had a great day, great birthday. So holidays were awesome. Um, what else we got here? Uh, art dealer says, how do you think Giga versus Yair goes? Very interesting matchup. <coughs> Sorry guys. I'm trying to control my asthma, not coughing the mic. <coughs> Giga, <coughs> excuse me. Giga versus Yair is amazing. That's a sick striking battle. I love it. I can't wait to see it. I personally think that Giga is the more talented striker. I mean, I love Yario Rodriguez's style. I think he's super great on the feet. But I feel like Giga is like, I feel like he's a level level above. He's just like a super seasoned kickboxer. Plus, he does have a traditional um, martial arts background. I think either in karate. I think it's karate. I think maybe Kyokushin. And um Yair, his background, his traditional martial arts background is um Taekwondo. So it's a great style matchup, but I feel like Giga is one of the best strikers in the UFC right now. I'm not even kidding. I mean, he's up there, he's so talented, super technical, so comfortable standing. Um, what he did against Barboza was 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 it was amazing. It was nuts because Barboza's up there as well. <clears throat> and um But I'm excited. Yair, um, (laughs) am I pronouncing his name correctly? Yair. Yair, uh, man, he showed us something that last fight. Um, he could take so much damn damage and keep coming. It was, it was insane. Uh, definitely showed the heart of a lion, but, um, I got Giga in that fight. That's just me though. (laughs) Let me see. Francesco says he said he wants to join AKA to train with Habib and Javier Mendez. <clears throat> well, I mean, I did see that Francesco. If he's serious, wow! Props to him. He definitely has the money to make that happen. That's for sure. He definitely has the money to make that happen. Um, if I see that, wow! I'll give him. I'll give him freaking props. I mean, it'll be pretty good to work with Habib because you're working with arguably the best wrestler, and Jake has a wrestling background, so it might be really good for him to to learn how to keep it on the feet. <clears throat> and Javier Mendez is um. I don't know if I would call him a legendary coach, but he's definitely like a season, you know, top coach. So I'm sure, I'm sure like Jake will learn a lot, you know, <clears throat> probably be a good move for him. Francesco says uh, Marvin got stunned by Costa with a, with a head kick. Oh, yes. I remember that. He kind of blocked it, but probably due to the sweat, <clears throat> it slipped his guard and landed on his temple. <laughs> but it was just a quick stun. <clears throat> I remember that. Yes. And kind of stopped him in his tracks for like half a second. Then he kind of ate it and kept coming forward. But Vittori's a tank, man. He is such a tank. Uh, Brandon says, who do you think Hafio Fiziev should fight next? Uh, he shouldn't be slept on. I see him and RDA should. Uh, that's the guy. I mean, no disrespect either. You know, based on culture or anything like that, but he wears like the Russian hat, right? He's got the the traditional Russian hat. Um, I think I'm thinking of this the correct person. He just fought like another really good dangerous striker and like knocked him out, right? Yeah, super humble guy. If it's the same person that I'm thinking, sometimes I'm bad with names. Um, <laughs> really dangerous striker, like super dangerous. Him and RDA would be that'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. Um. RDA has um, really solid Muay Thai. He's a he's a super veteran. RDA got great combinations, very technical. I think if he stands with um, Rafael, probably jacking his name up Fizayev, I think that might be a mistake for RDA. That guy looks very dangerous. Francesco says, and if you remember, Costa kicked the crap out of Marvin's ribs the whole fight. <coughs> yes. And the thing is with Costa is he has some brutal freaking body kicks. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Nasty body kicks. That's like his one of his bread and butter uh strikes. Um, I can't remember if it's the left kick to the body. I think it is. But yeah, Costa got some dangerous body kicks. <clears throat> and, and he throws head kicks too. But um, yeah, yeah, um, freaking Vittori, was just, he was just eating those. Pretty damn impressive uh Francesco ad- adding on to that says you could hear the thud of Costas' kicks on Marvin's body. They were landing at will, but that's what we Italians are made of grit grind and passion we don't we don't know what quitting means, <clears throat> yeah, man, listen, there's certain traits where certain races and groups and uh Italians have always been known to be super tough and gritty. And, um, yeah, I don't know what else to say to add to that. Vittori's a beast. Vittori's a beast. He got a lot of heart. And uh, I'm a fan of Marvin Vittori. I'm, I'm definitely a fan of his. <clears throat> Brandon says, yeah, you were thinking of the right guy. Yes, yes. He's super nice, Brandon, right? He's super humble, super nice. He wears the Russian hat. Um, Guy is, guy is dangerous. He's very, very dangerous but guys, um, I got to cut this one a little bit short. It was only like a little bit over 30 minutes. Um, like I always say, I'm going to try to be more frequent with lives and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I, I want to thank you guys for hopping on and, uh, maybe I can get on tomorrow. You guys have a nice night or day. Uh, as always guys, I'm super appreciative and, um, all of you guys take care stay, stay safe and healthy until the next one. All right. Later, guys.